0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. What does it mean to be black in America? In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as black experiences you'll hear. It means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcast.
1: Good you, Friday, everyone from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Christina Lee. Hey, Christina. Glad
2: to be back, Robin.
1: It's New Music Friday, and we're doing a quick rundown of the best albums out now on January 21st, starting with the singer and rapper Ian Dior. His new one is called On To Better Things.
3: I'm in first, never last, never in reverse It's a Thursday when I be dripping down in Ricky All like that Uzi verse Say that money stretching longer to the dope. It's a cold play When you get left right there, I said I'm gone She said I'm reckless Diamonds in my smile and my necklace a lot of beer around and she a flirt I'ma get up in yeah, yeah Left them butterfly doors when I get you, yeah, yeah She said I'm reckless Diamonds in my smile and my necklace Don't forget that I'm the one who did it first Put you in some pride, yeah, yeah I'ma hit her with that V12 stroke, yeah, yeah uh, Drop it low, uh, adventure though uh, I could put you on the things that you ain't seen before I'm looking like a pot of gold Wheels on 4GOs It goes 0 to 100 when I hit the flow. I might hit a few times, but I can't keep it close That's the number 10 on me, keep the baddest hoes Tapping, baby, go and put putting away When you walking in that back over, yeah, who did it first? This is Ian Dior,
1: his new album, On To Better Things. The song we're hearing from it is V12. And Christina, uh, obviously a real student of the Juice World school of emo rap.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Juice World comparisons make a lot of sense. I would say the biggest distinction between Ian Dior and Juice World is that he tends to sound maybe a little bit more hopeful, like the song we just heard, V12. It's pretty easy going. And even though he's teaming with the likes of Lil Uzi Vert, it's a song that he easily play in the background with friends versus Juice World, I think the subject matter tends to be a lot heavier. So Ian Dior does touch on these heavier topics, but he knows how to have a good time as well.
1: Yeah, and he does seem to shift very effortlessly into different modes and genres and, and styles. You know, it's just like the boundaries just don't exist anymore. We played a little bit of V12. I want to play another song, called Hopeless Romantic that's really more guitar pop. Which has a lot more bounce to it and and a lot of that hope you were talking about.
2: Yeah, it's interesting because that song features Travis Barker, right? So I think when folks tend to collaborate with Travis Barker, whether that's a Trippy Red or a Willow, it tends to sound more literally connected to Barker's Blink-182 roots. But I think um, what's interesting about this particular album, it kind of shows the range and rock that can now be I guess typified as emo these days.
1: Ian Dior is the artist. His new record is on to better things. Thanks so much Christina
2: Thanks for having me
1: Okay another big release out today that we're loving comes from the rapper Shay Noir It's called Food for Thought
3: Anybody else want to come up here and get a testimony during this communion day? Anybody want to come share their story? Sister Black want to come on up here and talk to us? Come on, up here, sister Black. Come on. Talk to these people. Look, I tend to hide when I grieve. Losing my brother hurts so much that I cry in my sleep. I'm waking up out of my dreams every night in a scream, trying to find reason. Shedding tears look like my eyes bleed and mind reading can't even process the thoughts I think. I have my best conversations when it's just God and me. Was confused, shit, feel like I'm drunk without a drink. Got that car made me sick to my stomach. It's hard to eat. It'll shatter you. Boss pure, it never matter who never showed loyalty to me. I'm giving gratitude, tragic news, pain that left me in a status move, depressed, and family assuming it's just my attitude. I'm stressed bad feeling guilty after my best laugh for years. I've been dealing with trauma. I took a step back from friends dying in prison visits to see my stepdad so ahead of my time when I sleep. I wake with jet lag.
1: Peace Man, Shay Noir, Food for Thought is the album. This song is Communion the closing cut to the record. And WXPN's John Morrison here to talk about this one. Hey, John. Hey, what's up, Rob? Shane Noir, a rapper, producer from New York. Some incredible lyrics on this record. She opens the album with uh, an intro called Eat to Live, where she really lays out the, the whole overarching theme of the record. Yeah. She explains it
4: all in the beginning. She's talking a lot about acknowledging and valuing the truth behind the facade. Right. So to speak, and a lot of this music is about digging into the real truth and and revealing trauma and what, you know, life has been like for her and her peers. And it's really beautiful to see this run that she's on as an artist. You know, her presence on the mic is so powerful. She's so self-assured, but she can also dig into these very uh, vulnerable, spaces as an MC, and she's really one of the best writers that we have right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, some of this stuff was really hard to hear, heartbreaking. Uh, But I love how real she keeps it, not just because of those kinds of stories that she shares, but she also talks, she's got these interview clips in the record where she talks about like all the crap jobs she's had, you know, (laughs) jobs she was fired from. And, you know, she's just trying to make life work for her. But she knew that music was something that she just had to do. And in this music, you really hear a lot about God. It figures very prominently in her faith.
4: Yeah, it's a, a very spiritual record, but it also has these moments that are hard as nails. She talks about the violence that she grew up around, and and a lot of it has this harder edge. But then you have you know a song like Communion, uh, which is this beautiful spiritual song. It's set up like she's making a testimonial in church and trying to you know live and walk in faith and it she she really has hit a nice pocket with this balance between talking shit and letting people know like yo I'm the best on the mic but also revealing this more vulnerable side to her and the music sample based hip hop soul it it has that grainy sampled feeling to a lot of the production is really just a beautiful
1: lane that she's carved out for herself Shane noir is the rapper her new one is called food for thought thanks so much john thank you robin all right let's completely switch gears now with a new album from the pianist simona dinnerstein it's called undersong Pianist Simona Dinnerstein playing Eric Satie's Nocian number no. three. It's from her new album, Undersong, released today. And here to chat about the record is NPR
5: Music's Tom Heisinger. Hey Tom. Hey Robin. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Yeah, you know, this music has like, I swear, mind altering properties. I mean, I just love how the the combination of those slightly odd harmonies and that repeating, gently swing rhythm, somehow they make time kind of stand still or something. Oh
1: it's it's absolutely transcendent for me. I I was listening to this record uh, over the weekend. I was taking a walk, and the snow was falling outside, and it was just so quiet and still. And mm. uh, this music was the perfect companion. Uh, but for people who aren't familiar with Simona Dinnerstein, tell us a bit about her. Well,
5: she's one of my favorite pianists working today. A very thoughtful and, and often inward-looking artist from Brooklyn, New York, who made a big splash back in two thousand seven. When her recording of Bach's Goldberg variations took off like wildfire, it was a a very poetic rendition of the Bach, and everything she plays has a certain poetry to it, I think. Well, even the title of the record, Undersong, I thought that was an interesting choice. It is, you know, and I had never heard of the term before, had you? No, I hadn't. I had to look it up, but it's a musical term. Yeah, Dinnerstein says that uh, the title, Undersong, is an archaic word for, for a song that has a refrain. And she goes on in the liner notes to say that the album is all about repetition, with the, the composers revisiting and recycling some of the same material. And as she puts it, you know, worrying at it, shifting it to different harmonies and into different rhythmic shapes.
1: Well, and when you're talking about repetition in music, it makes you think of all the of great minimalist composers like Philip Glass.
5: Right. And she has some Philip Glass on the record. In fact, one of my favorite. Philip Glass pieces. It's called Mad Rush, and we'll hear a little bit of it in a second. Um, Glass wrote it originally for organ, although it's almost exclusively performed by pianists these days. Uh, he wrote it as introductory music for the first public appearance by the Dalai Lama in North America back in 1979. It's uh, it's about 15 minutes, and it unfolds as a kind of series of calm oases. These gently toggling, very Philip Glass type chords, but then punctuated by a number of like super frenetic eruptions of intense repetition. So let's dip into it for a moment. That's a little bit of Philip Glass's Mad Rush played there by Simona Dinnerstein from her new album Undersong. And Robin, I love it when those giant cresting waves of notes come in. Oh,
1: I I think wave is a perfect way to describe that. It's beautifully put because there's the, the whole push and pull in that song. It's really like the waves crashing in and then rolling Gently right. back out to sea. Yeah, I love that.
5: Right. This is the third album, by the way, that Dinnerstein has recorded at her home during the pandemic. So she's been busy, and mm. she says too that 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 album title we were talking about earlier, "Undersong," also has kind of a a hidden meaning. It's you know as if the composers on the album, you know, we heard the Satie and the Philip Glass. Mm. Uh, there's also Robert Schumann and Francois Couperin. They're all recycling parts of their own music and making these slight changes through repetition in a in an attempt to kind of get the ears and the mind to focus, and I think a lot of us can relate to that these days, this kind of repetition of our days during the pandemic, oh, yeah. where where every day is kind of like Blur's Day, it all runs together <laughs> somehow. And Did you, and you just it, 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 make up Blur's Day? Because that's oh, perfect. No, I, st- I,
1: no, I haven't heard Thursday Day yet. That's perfect.
5: <laughs> I stole that from my wife, who got it from somebody else, I think. <laughs> but uh, you know, the, all the days kind of run together somehow, and it messes with our sense of time and place. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's another factor in this record from Simona Dinnerstein—a a good record to really just kind of uh, get lost in.
1: Yeah. Well, you and I were having a back and forth ahead of this taping about what music to include in this week's show, and. You mentioned the Simona Dinnerstein album, and when I heard it, I just said, yes, this is, this is what the world needs to hear right now, <laughs> and it is, it is so true, certainly for me. Pianist Simona Dinnerstein, her new album is called Undersong. Thanks for bringing the fresh jams, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, it's always a pleasure. We still have a few more albums that we want to
0: play for you on this week's New Music Friday, but first, we need to take a short break. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Dive into the chilling new Hulu original series, Under the Bridge, the riveting adaptation of the acclaimed true crime book. Based on shocking true events, Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. Go deep into the hidden world of the town's tormented teenagers as detectives race to solve the sinister crime. Starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone, Under the Bridge is now streaming with new episodes Wednesdays only on Hulu. Support for NPR and the following message come from NPR sponsor Allianz Travel Insurance. Medical emergencies, travel delays, canceled flights, anything can happen when you travel. That's why more than 70 million American travelers choose Allianz Travel Insurance to help them with headaches along the way. Get a quote and learn more at AllianzTravelInsurance.com.
6: Support for NPR and the following message come from Scholastic with Hummingbird by Natalie Lloyd. Now in paperback, Hummingbird is a funny, magical tale about Olive, a girl with brittle bone disease who refuses to let her disability stand in the way of adventure.
1: It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're taking a quick look at the best albums out now on January 21st. We start the second half of the show off with the singer and songwriter Aoife O'Donovan. Her new album is called Age of Apathy.
3: Sister Starlin's on the move, she's going down The distance fading from the crown. She looks up, but she hits the ground.
1: This is Aoife O'Donovan, the singer-songwriter Aoife O'Donovan. Her new album is called Age of Apathy. The song we're hearing from it is Sister Starling, and NPR Music's Ann Powers back to talk about this one and uh, some other albums out today. Hey, Ann.
7: Hey, Robin.
1: Age of Apathy, just the title of this record, it could certainly apply to the current moment that we're in and have been in for a while, but I I thought it was interesting. I read that O'Donovan says that for her it goes back further, more specifically to... September 11th, 2001, she was a teenager when 9-11 happened, and she says that that moment is when her adulthood began.
7: Yes, Robin, and and this album, in some ways, is kind of a moving self-portrait of Aoife O'Donovan. I mean, moving, emotionally moving, but also it's in motion mm. um, across time. She's thinking back to even her teen years— and then, you know, through the almost 20 years, she's been uh, a notable presence in Americana folk bluegrass world. And more recently, thinking about a move that she made with her family to Orlando, Florida from New York City. So this record, you know, it has some very nostalgic tracks some longing for the Northeast. A really mm-hmm. beautiful song about sledding when she was a kid. I love, I love the way she paints that portrait. But also consternation at at living in a red state for the first time. You know, living in the South for the first time. That's part of the songwriting here. And then ultimately, a lot of wonder at the natural mm. world, which I think we heard on the song that you played, and which is just a big part of living in a state like Florida,
1: yeah, it's interesting when I was listening to this record, I felt something that I, I don't know. I'm curious to know what you think, but I, I felt like, she really paints portraits of America in kind of the same way that Simon and Garfunkel did. You know, there's this sense of searching for yourself in a in a land where anything is possible, you know. But there's always this, well, it's not really an undercurrent of melancholy, but just a sense that something isn't right with America.
7: Yeah, that's a great comparison. Even a song like Simon and Garfunkel's America could be kind of an inspirational text for this this record from... O'Donovan. Oh, Donovan. Um, it's also, you know, produced by Joe Henry, another wonderful singer-songwriter and incredible producer. And I think Joe gives Eva a sense of space on this record. There's a lot of space. And she made it, you know, during quarantine. So it was made kind of sending recordings back and forth among uh, the players who play on it. But like Simon and Garfunkel, you know, when you listen to Simon and Garfunkel, there's so much room on those records, Mm -hmm. you know? And I I feel like that's what we have with with this record, with Age of Apathy, is a lot of room to think about her beautiful words, to think about her gorgeous voice, which is just, it floats through the arrangements like a clarinet or something. Mm. And, you know, and to ponder all of the big issues she's confronting.
1: Age of Apathy is the record from Aoife O'Donovan, and her first name is spelled A-O-I-F-E. A-O-I-F-E, pronounced Aoife O'Donovan, Age of Apathy. And Anne, let's do another singer-songwriter a discovery for me this week. This is Jana Horn. She's from Texas, and she's got a debut album out today. It's really beautiful. It's called Optimism.
3: Asking you what's on your mind
7: The side. gotta tell me how you feel I've gotta tell you how
1: I feel I love her voice so much jana horn the album is called optimism this is the title cut uh, it's a record that she initially self-released on vinyl but it's now out on no quarter records and I don't know about you Anne but I was just immediately captivated by these songs. Her voice is just transfixing.
7: Well we have our our friend and colleague Lars Gottrich to thank for this. He yep. he introduced us to this recording. She's a really interesting songwriter and vocalist. Yes, her voice is haunting and 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 beautiful. But there I can hear a lot of brain along with the heart mm. in her voice. And in fact I read that she had Made another recording and felt that it was like too too pretty in a sense too polished Mm. and then returned to the studio with um, a band she plays with this longtime Austin post punk band called Knife in the Water and made this record which which feels more would you call it raw or minimalist maybe
1: certainly very unadorned yes uh, stripped down which I think is perfect for a voice like hers you know because you just end up hanging on every word I think.
7: Yes, and, and she gets a lot in there with a, a very different style of writing than Eva O'Donovan, who we were just talking about, you know. I mean Eva is clearly a big reader and, you know, <laughs> uses words like cerulean and, and paints <laughs> these incredible images. And Jana Horn also paints incredible images, but in kind of like half strokes, you know. You have to come to it. But once you're there, you are just so, you're so there. And there's one epic song called Jordan, which it really is a very religious song. And and it, it pulls from her experience growing up in a small town in Texas, a very religious town. I mean, it's like a Leonard Cohen song, you know. But a Leonard Cohen song told uh, in this in this miniaturist way—that's mm. really fascinating.
1: Well, I had read that Jana Horn recently discovered Raymond Carver, and if you want to talk about you know different writing styles, Jana is a she's a post grad student studying fiction writing right now, and her writing is kind of plain spoken like that with similar yes. characters that you would read in Raymond Carver stories. Optimism is the new album from Jana Horn, and And we have one last album that we're going to play for this week's show. But as always, there are a handful of other records out today that we're loving. Do you want to mention a few?
7: Well, I know our fearless leader, Bob Boylan, played something from Janice Ian's album, The Light at the End of the Line, but I am particularly celebrating that release. She's saying it will be her last in a legendary career that started many years ago with hits like At 17. So I'm excited about that. The Norwegian pop singer, Aurora, has this really trippy, wonderful new album. It's her third, called The Gods We Can Touch. Aurora, you might know her from such uh, soundtracks as the Frozen soundtrack. And then Jake Xerxes Fussell, who to me is maybe the leading interpreter of uh, American folk music right now, has a great new record, a really richly arranged, uh, fantastic record called Good and Green Again.
1: And I'll just add that there's a big release that we learned about late this week from Young T and Bugsy. It's a new mixtape out today called Truth Be Told. Truth Be Told from Young T and Bugsy. There's a surprise new one that just came out yesterday from Pedro the Lion. It's called Havasu. The Japanese band Boris is back with a new one today called W. And the soundtrack to the short horror film The Runner is out today. This is from the band Boy Harsher. Boy Harsher, the album is The Runner. The Runner. All that music out now on January 21st, along with this last one that we want to play from Tanya Tagok. It's called Tongues.
7: tears, and I am her love, and earth, in
3: one, I am her nurturer, her provider, her nest, and her shackles, I am her flesh, and her bones, her fluids are mine, and mine are hers, my small one.
1: This is Tanya Tagak. Her new album is called Tongues. The song we're hearing from it is Earth Monster. Uh, Canadian artist. She's an a throat singer. Her music and can be so brutal at times. But I thought this album seemed uh, less. I don't know if harsh is the right word, but uh, maybe more (laughs) more, maybe more contemplative.
7: First off, I'm just going to say I am a huge fan of Tanya Tagak, and I've seen her perform many times and followed her her career. This is her sixth, I think, sixth studio album, and I know she is maybe not everybody's cup of tea, but she needs to be, Robin. She absolutely needs to be, because to me, the music of Tanya Tagak is the music of our global emergency. Um, You know, she is taking from, as you said, the indigenous traditions that are her birthright, but also connecting with a long history of women making experimental music that confronts and challenges us from Yoko Ono to Diamanda Galas, you know. She's a disruptor. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let me just tell you, here's here's a lyric from her. Eat your morals, eat your thoughts, your sinew, your pith, peel off your skin. So there's your afternoon activity Robin. yeah
1: I mean this isn't this isn't music that it's meant to be pretty no or you no. know or easy to listen to she is challenging uh, listeners in so many ways. I do want to play a little bit of another song that gives more of an example of her uh, singing style. This is a song called Colonizer. A song like this really just shakes me to my bones. I mean, it's, <laughs> yes. it's so dark and deep and just terrifying.
7: Yes, and it's meant to be. But in that terror comes liberation, comes the challenge that allows us to survive and thrive and look at, I mean, especially, honestly, here's an indigenous woman calling out colonizers. And that is something... That is so essential in 2022, I think. So I'm excited that this record, as you say, I mean, is accessible the right word? I, I don't know. <laughs> accessible, yeah. maybe I mean, not, but legible, maybe to people who wouldn't have sought out her music before. I, and I really hope it reaches the widest audience possible.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's devastating, but just very deeply thought and felt music for sure. Tongues is the new record from Tanya Tagok. Thanks so much, Anne. Always a pleasure, Robin. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. As always, you can hear full versions of the songs we featured, along with a whole bunch of singles that came out this week in our expanded New Music Friday playlists. Look for those on Apple Music, Spotify, or on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. And if you want to keep up with the latest Tiny Desks, new music, features, and a whole lot more, sign up for our weekly newsletter at npr.org slash musicnewsletter. And for NPR Music and All Songs, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music.
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Allianz Travel Insurance. Don't get caught without emergency medical coverage on an international trip. Learn how Allianz Travel Insurance can protect your trip from the unexpected at AllianzTravelInsurance.com.
6: And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash NPR.
0: This is my voice. I can tell you a lot about me. And I'm not changing it for anyone. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of NPR episodes centered on Black experiences. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts.